Hey, I'm Serge. And I'm Peter. And you're listening to Future Break. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Future Break podcast, part of the Podglomerate Network. And this is the podcast where we talk about emerging technology, human behavior, and what it all means for the future. And today, we're talking about Bitcoin, the new gold rush. It's been in the news quite a bit, hasn't it, Peter? Um, yeah, makes you uh, <laughs> makes you makes you think about uh, some things, huh? Yeah, it makes you like wonder what the heck was I doing in two thousand eight? Bitcoin was ten cents. <laughs> oh my word! Or ten cents. Uh, That's a, crazy. A Bitcoin or something like that. So, yeah. So, well, I here's the thing. I th- I thought we should talk about Bitcoin. I th- I think it's a great. I mean, the honestly, of this is pretty crazy. You can't. Like, you know, you can't walk down the street without hearing somebody talk about Bitcoin. It's like the new... It is the new thing. It's definitely the new thing. So, uh, we've done an episode on Bitcoin before, actually, but this will be a really good update um, to kind of... To kind of really walk walk through what's happened since we've talked about it, because there's a lot that's happened. And unfortunately, this is another one of those episodes where it's like, it's very timely, you know? Right. As we're talking about it, like... Things are changing just radically and 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 uh, did you in say, such a way. Did so. you say it was over thirteen thousand this morning? It was over twelve thousand. Twelve thousand. Yeah, because we were talking about this yesterday, and I'm Man. like, "Hey, dude, it hit eleven seven. Yeah, and what woke up this morning, it's over twelve thousand now. So, but uh, if you want to go back and listen to the episode that talks about um, really the technology behind Bitcoin, which is called the blockchain. Yep. It's episode 12. It's called Show Me the Blockchain. Um, and you can kind of get a good understanding of why this is so, um, why this is such a good technology and why people are kind of freaking out about it in a, in a good way. And yes. a bad way too, so. Completely agree. But uh, before we get into the episode, let's talk about uh, the future newsflash. So as we know, China has been blocking uh, VPN apps from the Apple App Store. Uh, Tim Cook recently had a trip down to China, and he thinks that'll change. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, China notoriously just blocks some of these things to get give you know the citizens access to the full internet. But um, maybe there's going to be something out of that. Who knows? Who knows? It'd be nice. All right. Um, one story I wanted to talk about is we've talked a little bit about ad trackers in the past, um, very earlier in the year. And uh, what's interesting is Ghostery, it's a, it's a, actually a company I use quite frequently in, in the world of marketing, but this is also an ad tracker slash ad blocker uh, plugin for computers or browsers, I should say. They are going to be inserting AI. Ooh. So... Uh, uh, that seems a little more difficult, quite honestly, if you're an advertiser trying to oh, get yeah. around that. Oh, yeah. So I'll be curious to see what happens there. My thing is anything plus AI is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, another big one that uh, we'll probably do some follow-up on in, in the future, in the near future, is net neutrality. Um, so again, we did have an episode on that, but um, why we're talking about it is recently, um, over Thanksgiving actually, the FCC chairman, Ajit Pai, has decided 
we're going to go ahead and enact some rules on net neutrality. And the internet did not like that. I mean, no. it was just, it was chaos on the internet those couple days. It was a lot. I of, think those those days will be remembered for, for that. A lot of pop-ups on browsers and stuff. Yeah. So we'll talk more about that soon. Yep. All right. So this is interesting. Um, Facebook is looking to maybe have a mess- <laughs> messenger for kids. Read, read, read the title of this. <laughs> Facebook for six-year-olds. Welcome to Messenger Kids. <laughs> no. Stop. Stop, Facebook. Don't do this. Six-year-olds. Um, this is, I don't know. We probably need to do an episode on like... I mean, just we're watching what happens when you have chat messaging at a young age. Yeah. Um, well, we should probably do an episode on that at some point in time. But so, what is this Facebook for Messenger for kids? Well, yeah, I mean, Facebook. Hey, we want to grow our user base because <laughs> we're only at over a billion users now. So. Uh, six to twelve-year-olds. Uh, it took extraordinary care and precautions. You know, and this is actually very interesting because this is just coming right off of another actually thing in the in the world of YouTube cracking down on like videos taking advantage of the kids' yeah. algorithm. Yep. yep. Um, so, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. They probably wanted to launch this anyways, but it probably was not the greatest timing just around that, to be honest, uh, in the tech world. But wow. Let's, you know, let's just definitely trust our kids' uh, conversations to the company that uh, notifies you about Candy Crush yeah, it's, notifications. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. we'll see. Candy Crush for kids. Yeah. There we go. There you go with the new feature newsflash. Future Break is brought to you by Studio Sweden, a company that wants to change the way people see headphones. The Tray is their newest model for those with an active lifestyle while having impeccable clarity in the instrumental tones and well-balanced sound. With 9 plus hours of active battery life and 10 days of standby life, the Tray is the perfect companion for you at home or on the go. It is made out of sweat-proof material and has custom wingtips that stay comfortably in your ear no matter how you're moving. You'll never be caught off guard while wearing them as they provide sound transparency, letting you listen to music and be aware of traffic and conversations near you. The combination of high-polished metal and matte surfaces embodies the vision of Scandinavian design. The tray comes with a clip to keep your cords secure on your shirt and a genuine leather carrying case for your headphones to never get ruined in your bag again. You will get your own pair of headphones by using the discount code FUTURE, which will give you 15% off any purchase. Go to studiosweden.com and enter the code FUTURE at checkout. All right. right. So let's talk about Bitcoin a little bit here, Peter. Oh, man. Where do we start with this? Can I I first do this? Yeah, go ahead. I wanted to do this. So, and this, <laughs> this is like one of my favorite things right now. Okay. Are we doing a live price check right now? Uh, no, no. We're doing, we doing, we're just doing a, a rundown of um, like headlines for okay. Bitcoin. Okay. okay. Um, 
Bitcoin surges above 12,000. Bitcoin rally is back. Big fish entering Bitcoin waters. All eyes on December 10th and 18th. We'll explain why in a little bit. Um, beware of Bitcoin. Oh, boy. Marco <laughs> uh, Marcusco defends his 400,000 Bitcoin prediction. Uh, yeah. Choose all Bitcoin. Here's my favorite one. Choose all Bitcoin or New Zealand. You decide. You decide. So you're saying there's people talking about Bitcoin here. Yeah. No, I am. It's... it's um, and by the way, that article about uh, New Zealand, this is this is the, the thing. Bitcoin, if you r- lumped it all together, is worth more than the, the uh, GDP of New Zealand. New Zealand? No way. Yes. No way. <laughs> yes. That is, that's pretty wild. Or at least it's pretty close. So why, okay, okay. We knew about Bitcoin. It's been around for you know, since about 2008, I think we talked about that. Yeah. Um, why is there such a crazy, especially nowadays, um, just interest in it? Well, I think one thing that you and I talked about on the, when the previous episode about the blockchain, of why the blockchain is so unique is the fact of its security. Mm-hmm. And I know in that episode, I think I even was the guy who was like, yeah, I just always feel like it's like the siege between... You know, or like the siege of a of a um, of a fortress. I feel like this is still going on in the tech world today. You build something, they build something different. They build something, and they build something different. Like constant protection type yeah, thing. Yeah, this is. I don't. It's hard to imagine something being able to break the blockchain because yeah. of the how that works. It's it's a math, crazy math. Yeah, and it's updated across. I can't remember the number, but many thousands of computers. Yeah. Well, you, can't, but you can't fake it. Everyone basically has the most up-to-date version of the, the, the blockchain code on their computer. Right. So everyone that's using Bitcoin has that. Um, yeah, I would agree. I think the, the allure of kind of like, hey, there's this new thing out there that has, you know, theoretically, like you cannot, you cannot hack it. Right. You can't hack the actual Bitcoin. You can hack the companies that sponsor or provide right. some of these services like exchanges and wallets and different things like that. But you can't hack the actual Bitcoin itself. And that's what people are like, hey, this is this sounds great. Let's do this. Well, and the other thing is, is it's not really tied to any specific country or anything yeah. like that. And so it's kind of... Totally own, decentralized. Totally decentralized. And because of that, let's just be honest... There's a little bit of concern about what in the world the future is going to look like. I think that plays into this a little bit as well. Yeah. At least oh, yeah. a certain portion of the of the user base in that area. Um So let's yeah. let's okay. This is 2017. 2017. Let's look back at January 2nd. The price for Bitcoin on that day was actually received a pretty good bump. It was $1,025.88. Now, if you're looking at... Um, January 2nd this year? Yeah, of this year. How much was it? $1,025. $1,000.25 got you one Bitcoin. That's crazy. Yeah. And 
I would guess, okay, if somebody said, hey, you should buy Bitcoin, that's a really good price. Some people would say, are you dumb? Are you kidding me? That's a thousand bucks for a Bitcoin for something that I don't, you know, like, it's not, it's not like you're buying gold where you have a physical thing, right? Right. Um, and if you look at the, if you look at the chart, it just looks like, uh, just the, the arrow just went completely up basically this whole year. It is year. a massive hockey stick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it just rose almost exponentially here. You've got. Okay, let's check in here. March, May 8th, 1,658. So you've already made money. The next big jump we've got around uh, September 1st of this year, jumped to $4,740. And we are at today, I'm just refreshing the page, $13,007.10 as of this moment. Yes. That is, so for the guy or gal that bought it at $1,200, I mean, they are, depending on how much you bought, like you just, wow. Well, 10000 just became over 100000 So Absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> and imagine those people that had Bitcoin, you know, from, from years back when it was like $8, you know, when it was $13. Oh, right. Well, or even some of the- those guys typically are now kicking themselves because they <laughs> yeah. they sold it for some sort of yeah. There's one guy who talked about like how much he sold his Bitcoin for, but or or they got like it's on a laptop or something and it's completely that laptop is broken or they sold that laptop and they can't get that Bitcoin back. So that's horrible. That's yeah. There's some oh, there's some people. I heard a story about a guy that's that claimed he had. Over sixty five hundred dollars, sixty five hundred bitcoins. What? And he's amassed that over the years. Yeah. And uh, sadly, he committed suicide um, recently because his bitcoin uh, he could not find it. It was basically lost in one of his wallets, um, probably on a computer, an old computer. And he could not find it, and the price reached like eleven thousand, ten thousand. And the guy, I mean, they don't know if that's the reason, but speculation is that's the reason because, I mean, that guy would have been a millionaire, right? Am I? I I'm think ba- you're I'm right. bad at math, but I won't. <laughs> I mean, I think okay. If you had, six, well, how much did he buy it for? Is probably the bigger question. It was. It was definitely bought at like. Just cheap, cheap, like 20 bucks of Bitcoin. It was something like that. It was very, very, very inexpensive. Um, and it kind of shows you the the darker side of this thing. It's like people that missed out on, you know, missed out on the so-called gold rush here or not even missed out, but they they completely lost their gold, you know, let's say. Now, oh my word! They're, they're, yeah, you know what I mean. It's like oh now you're kicking yourself. Okay, you run the numbers: sixty-five million dollars. I mean, plus some. That's sad, right? That's pretty sad. That's <laughs> okay. This leads into another question here that you that I see that you have in the notes that I that I did not know the answer to. Um. Okay, so Bitcoin. 
okay, the, the whole concept of mining for Bitcoin. Yeah. That was a thing back in the day. Yeah, I is remember it, that. Is it, is it, that's not a thing, though, right? Anymore, really? It's still a thing, but it's a lot harder to make money on it. Well, um, so you have this thing about how much is how much Bitcoin is left. Yeah, so right? let's, that, that's, let's, that's, and I'm guessing that's what you mean by mining, correct? Well, yeah. So let's take a look at that. Um, there's this handy website called uh, BitcoinBlockHalf.com. Um, and that actually just has a real-time kind of running of what's going on with the Bitcoin. Um, so what they do is uh, every time, again, Bitcoin is, is working in blocks. So there's a block of chunks, a, a block of data that has um, basically has a uh, has all the transactions that happen in that block. And what happens with mining is every time a block is completed, so everyone you know that works on that block, the mining reward halves every time. So back in the day, and this this happened in, even in our city in Sioux Falls, um, there was Bitcoin like mining operations starting. Do you remember that? Some guy, some guy bought like this. This uh, oh no, he, he bought tons of computers and CPUs no, yeah. and all that. No, and they I, were buying. They were basically renting their computers for you to mine Bitcoin. No, yeah, we uh, we know. I, I know him. Um, and back there in we go, yeah. So, um, and actually, well, he didn't actually. Uh, he was doing some different cryptocurrencies. Okay, but okay. but he did a great rundown. And this is actually back. You're right. This is this is actually one of the next like last bubble was of this Bitcoin yeah. was in 2014, yeah. 2013, right? 2013, so. I remember it was, it was a hot thing. Like, right. Go ahead, mine Bitcoin. And they, they actually started a company, some, someone here in town. Um, and they were just mining tons of Bitcoin and even renting out their computers for you to mine your own Bitcoin. Um, so at that point, the reward was definitely lucrative. Like it was, you know, you could, you could earn a few Bitcoin every day. Like that's, pretty serious but now it's it's decreasing and it halves every time and so or it halves sorry not every block it halves every 210,000 blocks so every time there's 210,000 blocks that are mined um, so again again blocks contain the transactions and there's probably millions of transactions in each block so after that um, gets mined it, it, it halves from 12.5 to 6.25 coins. So you're basically <laughs> your reward, potential reward for mining all these blocks just gets cut in half and in half and in half and in half. Um but is it worth $13,000 a coin right now? Yeah, yeah. Well, here this is uh, and this got me my got me thinking like why is everybody freaking out you know about Bitcoin? Um so if you remember, we in our previous episode, we talked about this is why, really the reason why I believe Bitcoin is what it is today is because it is a finite digital material. And what that means is there's only ever 21 million Bitcoins ever to be produced. So there will never be 21 million and one Bitcoin. Like once we reach 21 million mined Bitcoins, that's it. There's no more mining. It's done. It's done, yeah. Um, right now, in circulation, we have 16,724,113 Bitcoins. 
So that means that we've got about 79, almost 80% of all the Bitcoins in the world mined. So there's this push right now. We have we have 20% to go. And who knows when will when this all will be mined totally. Maybe in the next few years. You know, it's t- it it probably in the next few years. And so people think, okay, well, based on those numbers, there's about 4.2 million left to mine. So what needs to happen is we need to get on this horse right now because this is like, I mean, equate this to, hey, we've discovered all the deposits of gold in the world through some AI magic that we have. We've, we know that we've dug out 80% of the gold now there's ten there's twenty percent left. Gold prices will just skyrocket. That's basically what's happening with Bitcoin. <laughs> so you've got this crazy you got this perfect storm really brewing right now, and that's why the prices are what they are. I I, I, mean, I mean it makes sense. It does. It's scarcity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's called FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. That's and that's probably helping drive some things too. Um, okay. Well, I will say on the piggyback on that is uh, that one article I just shared the title of, um, Al Eyes Run, December 10th and December 18th. That's because um, there's two groups. I want to say CBO and CBE. Uh Anyways, these are going to be groups that back Bitcoin futures. Yeah. So, which does give a little more, like, I'm looking for that clarity. It's like reinforcement. I'll just say that much. Reinforcement to Bitcoin. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. As like, this is a thing that's not going to go away. At least that's what some people are saying. Obviously, we'll see what the markets decide in the years to come. But I do find that I do find that interesting that there's going to be some companies that now are saying like we will guarantee X X value in the future. So yeah, yeah, and I think a lot. You know, this is kind of I was doing some just research yesterday, and like it's kind of exciting stuff. I mean, like you know, okay, you start with learn as much as possible you know, as fast as possible about Bitcoin and like all the terms and all that, all that stuff, which can be challenging itself. Right. Because it's just so many things out there that you have to wade through all this data. Then you basically create a wallet. Um, and then with the wallet, there's so many different options with the wallet. Um, and depending on your, uh, preference of security, you can go with, a web-based wallet, which is big. Mm. And, and think of the wallet as like a like a account, like a bank account where you can place your Bitcoin. And uh, you can go with web, which is, I mean, it's everything's secure, but the levels of security vary with, with things. And so um, you can do that, or you can go all the way to a, basically a, a hard drive, a personal, like you, you get Bitcoin, you store it on this drive, it's completely disconnected. I think they call it cold storage. So it doesn't connect to the internet, doesn't connect to anything. It's just a flash drive that you have. Isn't that what the issue is with that one guy who did that accidentally and they lost the password to the flash drive? 
I think so. I think that was. I think that was. That was a three hundred yeah. mil. Yeah. <laughs> so you've. I mean, yeah, you've got some some challenges so there, the, but so also that one guy sad to say, I'm really sad here. He committed suicide. But that Bitcoin's gone is what you're telling me. Yeah. Well, exactly. So it's actually more finite than we even. Yeah, because who knows how many people, I mean, again. Mine something or got something. How many people got, yeah, yeah mine something, and then they totally forgot about it. I would I'd guess quite a few people, I mean, that that didn't take it seriously. Um, some of the ones that took it seriously now, they've they've put in a lot of, you know, they're using, like, the cold storage, you know, devices, like flash drives to to keep it secure. Because what I said earlier was Bitcoin is very improbable. I'm not going to say impossible, but it's very, very improbable to hack. Almost impossible. But you can get hacked um, in the in the exchange or in the um, in the transactions that happen between that. So your wallet can get hacked, right? <laughs> you, your um, exchange can get hacked. The the place where you go to buy Bitcoin, buy and sell Bitcoin, you, that can get hacked. You know, there's different things that can get hacked to um to kind of really mess with you a little bit here. <laughs> Sorry. So, um okay, let's say you're let's say your your name is Susie and you're like I want to get into Bitcoin or right. I want to get into crypto, but I don't know how to even get there. Like what do you do? The good news is there's over 1300 additional bit additional cryptocurrencies out there the bad news there's 1300 additional bitcoin <laughs> cryptocurrencies yeah. Okay. yeah yeah so what that means is there's other companies that do something like a bitcoin yes um and the prices vary so you've got stuff that you know that that uh is 60 cents for example 60 cents per they call it V chain, right? <laughs> or you've got something that's up to you know, um, Dash. Dash is a pretty popular one. That's it's seven hundred fourteen dollars uh, U.S. dollars per uh, per Dash. And the the kind of the star, the one that I'm I got I got so excited about this, Peter. It's called IOTA. Yeah, and IOTA just the volume of it. The volume alone of this this cryptocurrency increased by twenty eight percent in the last like couple days, and it's because Microsoft came out and said, "Hey, we're gonna work with this IOTA, and we're gonna basically help." I don't know all the details either. Help basically help and and kind of partner with this IOTA currency to. Uh, and, and so what that's happened is people are like, oh, wow, Microsoft is putting their name behind this? Right. Let's get on this let's, train right now. Let's jump on that bandwagon while we can. Okay. So let's kind of do the same recap here. IOTA used to be, okay, July 1st of this year, the price of it USD was $0.40. Cents. And you can see, okay, as you're, as you're going through, you can see there's a little spike here. You know, it got up all the way to about dollar six um in august that 40 cents was in july so in august it got up to about dollar six and then kind of went down 
And then Microsoft said that they're going to partner work on it. Right now, IOTA is costing, or it's uh, it's about $4. It's over $5, right now. Um, it's been teetering around 4 or $5 in the last, like, 24 hours. I I was looking at it yesterday. I was like, dude, it's $3.20 right now. Buy, buy, buy. Peter's laughing here. Well, we're not financial advisors. I'll say that. Yeah, much. we're definitely not financial. But for me, I was like, I got to buy this. I got to get into this iota stuff right <laughs> and if i did that I, gotta, I, f- I feel like i need to be part of the bandwagon <laughs> right now i don't want to be left out if i did that peter i would definitely be a, a hundred air by now you know oh, yes a couple maybe. hundred air a couple hundred air until until microsoft says you know what we changed our mind i uh, no i still think by the end of this year or early next year i want to i want to do some more research yes. some more thorough research and buy some crypto yeah, no, I, I definitely think that people should be actually still be looking, ah, yeah. looking into this completely. I will say this, going back to the point of the 1,300 additional cryptocurrencies, mm-hmm. you do need to be careful. Um, there's some other, there's some ones out there that are very like, uh, what does this mean exactly? There's one called Tether. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> this one was pretty stable. It's about a, a dollar or... A tether was worth about a dollar of USD because it was a backed mm-hmm. um, a dollar per USD. They actually said that was part of their thing. Every tether is backed by one USD. Oh, interesting. the The problem with that, though, or not problem, is 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 that real? Because like there was fifty fifty million, mm-hmm. I think, new tethers released. <laughs> In uh, November, and it's like, so you're telling me right now that there's an additional $50 million that you have ready to be backed by this? And um, it's one of those things that uh, probably maybe isn't quite quite completely true. Uh, here it was. Yeah. So this is from uh, Fortune.com. But the teller to dollar relationship seems weaker these days, probably because the 50 million tellers were printed in just one week in November. It's unlikely that these newly minted currencies truly represent $50 million, which throws off the assumption about tether's real value. Hmm. So, um, you know, I'm saying that just because that's one that's probably a little bit hyped up, but I want to make sure everybody knows a little bit about that. Um, one other thing I'll say about these exchanges, I found this interesting. How much energy is it required to make an exchange, a Bitcoin transaction? Hmm. I don't know, Peter. How much energy is it requires required? the energy of nine homes being powered all day. <laughs> what? Yes. Say that again. Say that again. It requires the energy of nine homes being powered all day, they say. To make one Bitcoin transaction? transaction. That's... No, that's I don't. I'm just saying that because it's, it seems a little crazy, but um, actually, this is actually uh, what is it, where did this come from again? Uh, this came from Ars Technica. Yeah, Bitcoin's insane energy con- cons- uh, consumption explained. So, wow, you you don't really think about that side of things, huh? No. Because, yeah, because it takes, well, I mean, a lot of computer power to process 
the uh, you know, well, the I process. suppose a mathematical. Yeah, that makes complete sense. A lot sense, of heat, actually. a right? lot, of, a lot heat. of electricity. Actually, it's funny. I re- I remember seeing a tweet. Somebody said that they haven't they haven't paid for heating for three years <laughs> because they've been mining Bitcoin. Oh, really? Yeah, in their house. So they they have the computer set up and it runs hot, obviously, and so they haven't had to pay for heat for three years. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. That's really crazy, actually. It's yeah. Um, well, yes, we're going back to the the guy here, Matt Paulson, in our area, who did a, a thing of or mined cryptocurrencies back in the day. Um, he paid <laughs> nine uh, nine thousand seven hundred fifty dollars to start to have it start his mining mining operation. He said he was making about sixty five dollars a day back in twenty fourteen. Um, but he said the craziness is these computer systems use a lot of power, make a lot of noise and generate a lot of oh, heat. Yeah. The noise is, uh, tantamount to having a vacuum cleaner running 24 seven. Jeez. Um, each system also needs to be on its own 20 amp circuit. You will you you would not want to put a mining rig in a room that humans will spend any meaningful amount of time. Um, uh, and there's also other stuff like these mining rigs, and maybe this technology has improved a little bit. But you have to be you have to check on them, make sure they're humming along. They have to be re- rebooted occasionally, and then uh, yeah, and yeah. of course, obviously. This whole mining thing, like that you're dealing with, the whole splitting things, mm-hmm. they could become not profitable pretty quickly. Yeah. It's profitable because they split, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Pe- you know, so there's a a term that they're calling an altcoin. That's basically alternative coin or alternative to Bitcoin itself. So if you feel like you've uh, kind of the ship has sailed too too far gone, you know, you can't afford a, a eleven grand for one Bitcoin. Which actually, if you think about it, it's probably, even if you buy right now at $11,000 of Bitcoin, that is still a deal. You th- I'm going to I'm gonna say that's a deal, Peter. I don't... I, well, listen. I, I listen. Don't, I don't know about that, man. It's definitely not a short-term turnaround. You're going you're gonna to want to sit on that, and you're going to want to make sure that you're protecting it and have that. But listen, when we get to 95% mined Bitcoin, it's going to be like... It's gonna be worth. I guarantee it's gonna be worth like seventy, eighty thousand dollars of Bitcoin. Yeah, and it, and you look back at at uh, the one that you 000. bought, the one that you bought for eleven thousand. I'm like, you just. I mean, you just seriously. You made yourself uh, not not super right. rich, but well, I will say, I don't think Bitcoin is going away. That's for sure. Um, Definitely, I think we've we've kind of crossed that 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 line where we were yeah bitcoin is like a fad you know it's it's right. no one's using it it's, it's not it's geeky the technology there and this is where a lot of the altcoin shines actually is because they learn they take the lessons learned from bitcoin the hmm. the hard things and they improve on it um in many different ways um and so like i'm i'm reading a little bit about this iota and I'm, i want to do a lot more research um um so the IOTA uses, instead of the blockchain, it uses a technology which is known as the Tangle. 
Um, so basically, IOTA actually stands for IOTA, uh, Internet of Things. So think about anything that connects to the internet that's not like a phone or a computer. Mm-hmm. It's called the Internet of Things. So like your Fitbit or your, um, let's say your... Your iRing. Yeah, your iRing or your... <laughs> like anything, basically, your your microwave that is... Your, yeah. your, your microwave that's connected to the internet. I don't, there's probably something out there like that. But all that stuff um, connects to the internet. And so basically what IOTA's promises is you can... Um, you can use this Tangle uh, web. You can use this Tangle system to um, to program and to work with all these things uh, together. And through that, they can have all these things can basically do all the transactions for you instead of somebody mining it. Um. So, and there's 50 billion Internet of Things uh, things out there right now, like. Or, or sorry, that might be the projection, projected growth of, of fifty billion. But so, so it's a serious like place where people can start really zeroing in on this stuff. Note to self: research IOTA. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, what are some of the problems, Peter, that we're seeing with uh, with crypto? I mean. It's the biggest uh, barrier is the price for, for biggest Bitcoin. biggest praiser, yeah barriers price um there's one that stands out the others are very up in the air and I would say there's not as much uh, backing behind it from like well I shouldn't say backing like outside of Bitcoin um it's it's just in its infancy it's, that's yeah. that's the thing and it's and it's technology that's kind of made into coin. Well, yeah, we we use coin as like the, uh, uh, to kind of put something to that because it's all it is is just math. I mean, that's literally all it is, is is math and numbers, but we use coin as kind of like to humanize that, I think. Right. Right. So, um, we'll see. Yeah. I think, I mean, another, another thing and kind of to, to go further in your, your thought here is that, um, it's so unregulated. Um, there's scams out there all over the place. Right. It's not like you're going to go buy stock and you're going to go sign up with like E-Trade or Scott right. Trade or something, you know. There's there's different exchanges out there and some of them have shut down. Some of them have, um, have really, some of them have like cost people thousands of, of their own Bitcoin. They've, they've just lost it, you know. Right. Um, and so there's kind of this huge volatility and uncertainty with, with cryptocurrency. Um, I mean, I, 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 I think of myself as pretty tech savvy and I was having a hard time. Like, you know, I I was thinking, okay, I should be able to buy Bitcoin in the next like five, 10 minutes. I was having a hard time wading through all the information and like making an educated decision decision on like, okay, here's the company I'm going to go with for my exchange here's the Bitcoin I want to, or here's the cryptocurrency I want to buy, that kind of stuff. Like it, you know, it, it takes a while to process all this stuff over and over. But, and so I think that's a, just a kind of a problem and a barrier. Um, and the other thing is like, there's other, there's, there's going to be more and more cryptocurrencies out there. There's a, there's one in, in actually some, some people from Sioux Falls here from our, from our town, starting one called Coin Lion. 
<laughs> and they were having, so they, they call it an ICO, which means initial coin offering. So a lot of companies will have their, um, you know, initial stock offering, right? Um, that's what they're doing with, with Bitcoin or with coin is they have an ICO and you can buy into it and, and get a bunch of coin before it goes public and they're going to go public. And I don't know, coin lion might be the next big thing. <laughs> I don't know. Diversify everyone. Yeah. I can, I can at least say that. Talk to a financial advisor. Yeah. Don't listen to us. But don't listen to us. Do, about do, do your decisions. research. Definitely. Yes. And if you like playing the stock market, like this is the next, I, I feel like this is I, kind of the next level of that. I will say, yeah, there's, there's probably, if you like, uh, tinkering, honestly, just even here's, here's something that might be fun. Um, whether you buy it or let's say, let's say you just don't buy it. If you, if you watch it for the next six months of maybe Bitcoin and or some other cryptocurrencies that you were maybe interested in, just see how they fluctuated or went down things you learned. Um, that could be very, uh, in educational um, trial, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, right? Yeah, we, totally. used to, we used to do that in history class. So, oh, yeah. The stock market and stuff like that. Yeah. So, one more story I want to share, okay. Peter, before we, before we close this, the book on Bitcoin here <laughs> for, for <laughs> now, at least. I'm like, I'm kind of surprised. Like, you're just really into this more and more. I, okay. We, we were talking about it. What do we talk about? It was like, oh, this is, I was this saying, is and I said Bitcoin. And then it's like, Serge is like, well, What's <laughs> good going on the Toyota? <laughs> I yeah, I I got reinvest very... uh, sponsorship deals into uh, <laughs> Iota. <laughs> no, I got I got very like carried away a little bit with with some of the research stuff um, because it's just it's just fascinating, right? And you know it's happening like literally right now. So, um, so do you remember in 2011 uh, these two dudes the the Winklevoss twins. Yeah, the, fa- the they Facebook they were guys. they were pretty upset at Zucks. They were yeah. They Zuckerberg. sued Zucks several times. They sued him. They actually won sixty five million dollar lawsuit in that in two thousand eleven. And I told I totally remember this, and this article reminded me. So what they did was they put eleven million dollars of that into drumroll Bitcoin. When in two thousand eleven. Oh my word! They are. Are they worth more than Zucks? No. They are Bitcoin billionaires now, Peter. Eleven million. They How bought, many Bitcoin is that? I don't know. Two thousand eleven. Um, what was the highest? Okay, so looks like they invested when they invested. It was trading at about one hundred twenty dollars. Okay. Um. So as of as of this Monday, um. The value was eleven thousand two hundred forty-seven dollars. Now it's thirteen thousand. So they are just from that eleven million dollar investment. Here they you are said one hundred twenty. Yeah, ninety-one. That's what ninety-one million. Running the numbers here, yeah, they're one point one billion. One point one billion dollars is what they have. In Bitcoin right now. <laughs> There's your feel good. From 11 million. From 11 million. 
the the, 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 the return on investment is just astounding. Yeah, well, taxes will take care of that pretty fast. Let well, me tell you something. Capital gains, and I'm kidding. I don't know enough about that. I'm, that's another side to this, to to talk about. Um, oh, that's true. Is your taxes on this? I don't know. I mean, oh my! I didn't think about it. it's decentralized. It's decentralized. Um, I'm sure there's some kind of a holy cow. tax. Uh, if you, you turn know, it into cash, I if you turn I'm. it into cash, there's probably some kind of a tax on there. But I mean, these guys took 11 million and turned it into million. 1.1 billion. Oh my word! Not not 111 million. 1.1 billion dollars. It's funny. By the way, I was running the numbers on my on my calculator. <laughs> Eleven million times. Because Eleven million times. Okay. Yeah. Here, here, here's how it works. Here's the math on it. So it was eleven million that they put in, right? Yep. At the time it was about 120, right? Yep. So that's ninety one thousand six hundred and six hundred and sixty six Bitcoin. You do that times let's just say twelve thousand. As of right now, <laughs> my calculator goes 1.1 E9 because it doesn't have space. You have to flip it flip o- it over to the <laughs> landscape on my phone to see 1.1. Uh, that's hilarious. So, um, that's, billionaire. That's got to make you feel pretty good, though, right? I guess. I guess those guys shouldn't be complaining. Probably. No, anymore. those guys are. Those guys are definitely. I mean, and. Obviously, Mr. Zuckerberg is not, uh, you know, not sending in the soup line anytime. He's he's worth over seventy one or seven point one billion himself. Yeah. So so. Anyways, he's okay. He's doing okay for himself. <sighs> All right. Cue this. <laughs> Cue this, this up. Okay. I'm cueing this up. I okay. I'm gonna admit here. This was more fun. Than I thought it would be. <laughs> I can tell, man. Because I'm, th- hey, I, I've had fun too. I've had fun too. Yeah, the first episode was like, here's the, the nitty gritty. Here's what Bitcoin is, and I think we kind of struggled at, at you know, <laughs> figuring that whole process out ourselves because it, it's it's such a, it's so involved and you have to like really you have to really engage your brain, right? That. But with this. It's like, well, we everyone kind of knows about Bitcoin now. Yeah. Maybe you don't have to know the uh, the technology behind it, but you know what it can do. And so this is why people are excited about it. So. Agreed. Well, thanks again for checking us out. Uh, Future Break. Uh, we are, again, sponsored by Studio Sweden, and uh, they make some really great headphones. We, we both have the Trey model, uh, which is the wireless. Yes. Well, they make great wireless headphones. <laughs> great for working out jogging just putzing around mowing the lawn stuff like that so um definitely check out studio sweden and you can use the code future to get um a discount uh at checkout um you can also find us on futurebreak.net we are on on twitter at futurebreakpod and facebook uh also futurebreak where else can you find us peter yes um once again you can find us on apple podcasts find us on spotify and other platforms basically your favorite podcast listening device go ahead and find us there do not be afraid to also check out Castbox. Um, this is a platform that um well we appreciate it because they featured us but yeah. also because 
it's a really cool platform in the sense that they are they take take the audio and they basically make your audio kind of searchable. Yeah. So highly check out if you are a podcast listener, check out Castbox. Um, and just yeah, see what you think of it. Yep. So one final note is we're part of the Podglomerate Network, which is an amazing network of some really great creatives out there. Absolutely. Um, you can find your next show at thepodglomerate.com and uh, definitely check that out. Thanks for sticking with us this week and have a magical day. Cheers. Cheers.